Welcome back. So today's episode is hopefully going to be a little better than last week's, but we do encourage you to go ahead and listen to last week's episode as well, because it does tie into what we're going to be talking about today. So first things first, for those of you who don't know, my name is Shruti, and I'm a 17-year-old girl from the East Bay. And I'm a DT, that's the American pronunciation, or Aditi, if you can do that. And I'm 16, almost 17, and also from the Bay. So today we're going to be looking further into internet culture. Last week we talked a little more broadly about social media, but this week we're going to dive into some specifics, Reddit culture and edgy comedy. So the basic question we're going to be trying to answer today is, can comedy be taken too far? And if so, where's that line? Um, and so neither of us are really active Reddit users, but we have been hearing about like Reddit controversies just through other social media platforms since like, I don't know, the past few years, around 20, 2014, I think. And I've always found the, thing, the whole thing really interesting, especially like in regard to the past election. Um, and mm. also edgy comedy is such a big thing in our school and our area so that'd be interesting to discuss okay so to start off i'm going to give you some basic information about reddit's controversies these past few years which basically arose from the issue of like free speech so free speech has been like a really complex and shifting issue with reddit and to give you like an idea of just how shifting it's been these are some like quotes that i pulled from google from the different reddit ceos so first according to bbc former ceo yishan wong stated Quote, we stand for free speech. This means we're not going to ban distasteful subreddits. We will not ban legal content, even if we find it odious or if we personally condemn it. And this was said in 2012. And then like um, the other former Reddit CEO, Alan Powell, said to The Verge in 2015, it's not our site's goal to be a completely free speech platform, which already shows you kind of like a contrast between the two CEOs. And then last with the current CEO, this was said this year itself, like a few days ago on The Guardian. He said, on Reddit, the way in which we think about speech is to separate behavior from beliefs. This means on Reddit, there will be people with beliefs different from your own, sometimes extremely so. When users' actions conflict with our content policies, we take action. And I already thought this was kind of like a dodgy thing to say because, like, yeah, I agree. What you find offensive is subjective, but also, like, isn't your content policy also something that was created by people. So you have your own subjective bias. I don't know. But um, basically on Reddit, there was a series of subreddits that ranged from like insensitive to borderline illegal. And the one that kind of sparked this whole controversy and it's also the most notorious was called Jailbait. And it posted really revealing pictures of underage girls. But the problem was the only reason why this like subreddit was even brought to light was because it was brought to mainstream media with Anderson Cooper's coverage of the issue. But like looking more into the issue of specifically hate speech, which we were talking about early earlier, we can look at subreddits um, such as fat people hate, which I think is pretty self-explanatory. And another one called the Chimpire, oh which just God. had a lot of racist slurs and like anti-blackness. And both of them were given consequences by Reddit. I don't know exactly if they were banned. I haven't looked into that, but there was some sort of consequence. But what shocks me about all of this is you'd think that people would be grateful for things like this to be taken off the internet, but it actually just angered everybody. And a ton of them, um, ton of people, like former Reddit users, started to like attack Ellen Powell on these subreddits. And she was the CEO at the time where like a lot of these investigations and like regulations were happening. And what I don't understand is why people think Reddit offers them immunity 
when the ICCPR states that, quote, any advocacy of national, racial, or religious hatred that constitutes incitement to discrimination, hostility, or violence shall be prohibited by law. Yeah. It's, like, weird because, you know, with the ICCP's thing, it's or the ICCPR's thing, it's, like, there's regulations for hate speech that's, like, vocal, you know? Like, I can't say something to you. But the internet really hasn't been around for that long. And I don't know if people are just hoping that it doesn't apply or if we haven't, like, taken laws and placed them more strictly on the internet. But it's just, like, crazy how much freedom people have to say stuff on the internet without yeah. being punished for I mean, it. I think this is always kind of a dicey subject because whether hate speech is protected under the First Amendment has is, like, so controversial in the first place. But I don't think that there's, like, mm-hmm. I don't think that this is a First Amendment issue. Like, the First Amendment just says that the government can't restrict what you say. That doesn't mean anybody else can't tell you to shut up, which means Reddit could easily make a policy that says no hate speech and, like, no illegal activity, and it would very simply solve the problem. But the fact is, like, this is actually, like, the people who are part of these subreddits like a massive portion of their user base. Mm-hmm. So I don't think they're ever going to take any decisive action against it. Same thing with Twitter. That's Yeah, and like I think you're right because that's the sad reality. Like they need traffic in order to make money. They already make plenty stuff, of money. Right? It's they're if not it was, willing to lessen it. Yeah. I mean, that's the choice that's the thing with most major corporations yeah. and and I guess, like, even when Ellen Powell started, like, regulating it, she resigned, first of all, because she was, like, victim to so much attack. But also, a ton of people yeah. just stopped using Reddit. Do you know if their stock dropped? But, um... Man. No idea. We can look into that, though. So, like, um, you know how I was saying that I don't get, like, why people weren't grateful yeah. that these regulations were happening? I guess, like, people don't even care... Or, like, they, they don't want to admit that what they're doing is hate speech because this just falls under, like, this idea of yeah. edgy comedy, I mean, these are subcultures right? of people that are just, um, like, who really intensely believe that this, believe in the things that they're saying um, and can't express it in real life and, I guess, don't want that taken away from them on the internet. And I think comedy is just, like, I don't know, it's just another aspect of that culture. I think it's, like, I don't even know if people strongly believe in the stuff they're saying. So, like, for the listeners, if you don't know what edgy comedy is, it's just, like, offensive comedy, right? But it's not, like, me calling you dumb. It's, like, me making a Holocaust joke at you or, like, calling you autistic, which isn't something that should be joked about. But people are, like, if I'm saying it in the name of comedy and I don't mean it, like, they're basically, like, oh, we can't even make jokes anymore. You're getting offended by everything. And, like, looking at this idea of, oh, we don't believe it. Like, I'm not a Nazi, actually, so I can make jokes about Jews, right? Like, uh, there's this article that I read that, like, came out of, like, the whole PewDiePie controversy, which we can talk about. And they were basically saying, like, Hitler jokes and rape jokes and, like, all of these offensive jokes jokes come from, like, naivety first. But then they just, like, actually turn into Yeah, I think that, too. And I think the reason is, like... Even if you don't personally believe it, and if you're saying comedy, it is too. It's, this is we don't live in a vacuum, right? People hear it, and that, and mm-hmm. the people who are hearing it will form those beliefs too. So, like going to back to the mm-hmm. PewDiePie thing, right? So, for those of you who don't know, what happened was uh, PewDiePie made like a lot of like 
I guess like Nazi jokes. He said jokes the N word on uh, and stream, right? He did on live stream, but I think this was after the whole Wall Street Journal. Oh, thing. the Wall Street Journal exposed. But the Wall Street Journal exposed the the Nazi yeah. jokes, but the N word right. came afterwards. So what happened was he kept like making a bunch of Nazi jokes, and it was like all in the name of humor, so nobody took yeah. it too seriously. But then um, there's this website called Fiverr where you basically pay $5 to get, like, some sort of service. Some people will, like, walk your dog, or they'll send you a video of, like, them singing yeah. your name. So he wanted to, his, like, his intention was to show how far people will go to get $5. Yeah. So he paid, like, a fake Jesus on Fiverr to say, like, oh, I'm Jesus and Hitler did nothing wrong. And then he paid these two, like, Indian kids in India to hold up a sign saying, like, down with, the Jews, like something like that, yeah. right? Don't quote me yeah. on that. And although his intention wasn't necessarily bad, it was just bad, yeah. you know? Like it was, that wasn't the best way to do it. Yeah. And uh, Wall Street Journal covered it. And I guess this was just bad journalism because they spun it in a way to make it look like he was a Nazi. I don't think PewDiePie's a Nazi. Yeah. I think he's just dumb. Yes, I also agree that he's more dumb than a Nazi. Yeah, on a spectrum from dumb to not. He's like a solid dumb. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, I don't like. I think this is the issue with a lot of people is that like the joke is bad. Frankly, it's barely a joke. Like even mm -hmm. I like I don't find myself particularly. I'm not offended by it. Like it doesn't really evoke any emotion in me. I understand that it's offensive. It's like not a good thing to do or say. But mm. even, so even though I, like, am emotionally detached from it, it's just not funny to me. Like, there's guess, no joke there. Is it there. because we're not usually subjects of these jokes? Like, if somebody made, a, a, like, an edgy joke specifically targeting, like, a minority group that we were part of, would we be inclined to feel different? I don't think, I don't think I'd feel offended. Um, because I think the intention is to offend. And so I don't, like, mm -hmm. th me personally, I will not, you know... Like, I don't want to give them the satisfaction. Yeah. But at the same time, so, there's nothing funny about it. Like, it, there's no humor there. It's just saying something offensive and being, and like, waiting for that person to get upset or for that person to laugh. Yeah, I guess they're just looking for a reaction. Yeah, you know? and I don't, I don't and, understand. And although there's like no harm to it immediately, like, oh, it's just a bad joke. If you get offended, then cool. If not, but like, Again, like, going back to this idea of the more you joke about something, the more real it becomes. Yeah. You're encouraging somebody telling them that, like, this is okay to joke about. Yeah. Uh, on Twitter the other day, um, I was telling you, well, we talked about this, but we should talk about it on here, too, with uh, H3H3. Right, right, yeah. So, H3H3 Productions is also uh, another YouTuber. It's a couple, Ethan and Ella Klein. And they're both very liberal people, and they have like, express their political beliefs a lot on their channel. But they're also, like, I don't know if they have the edgiest jokes, but they're, like, kind of nearing that line, yeah. right? They're pretty good about being sensitive. But on, like, a few weeks, or, like, a week ago, Ethan tweeted, like, oh, my uh, dick touched the bottom of the toilet bowl. I guess it's time to cut it off. Yeah. And people were already kind of annoyed about it because he tweeted it on Trans Awareness Day. Uh -huh. But what really, like, 
I don't like to use this word because there is some like like depth behind it, but what really triggered people yeah. was afterwards he tweeted, I'm Ellen now, call me Ellen. Basically saying like, oh, now that I don't have a penis, I'm a woman. So like I'm changing my name, right? Yeah. And I personally didn't think this was offensive, but I texted other Thea about it because there's two things that I need to look at. One, I'm not trans, right? Yeah. So I can't look at this through the lens of a trans person. If somebody who is trans is offended by it, like maybe it's like, oh, this is something that people have made fun of me for or like it discriminated against me for. So why is this like a topic of humor now, right? Mm -hmm. And the other thing is I really like Ethan and Ela. So sometimes I feel like I'm inclined to give people that I like a pass, even though that's not necessarily the best thing to do. But when I asked you, you said... Okay, so I don't think that he's transphobic. First of all, I like I don't think it really occurs to him in the first place. And people who make these kind of jokes usually don't know anyone who's trans, right? So mm-hmm. it just doesn't occur to them. And um and I don't think he would, you know, be in support of any policy, like government policy that would discriminate against trans people. Yeah. That is really transphobic. I just think that he made a joke and it was bad, like and, you know, it was offensive and he shouldn't have said it. But, like, it's not – I don't think it says anything about his moral character. Mm-hmm. Um, and so also, he, I, I'm, I also, like, wish that less of this – like, people would focus their energy on people who are actually transphobic, you know, like mm-hmm. the president. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, like, you know, call your representative and – you know, get be involved and get legislation passed or overturned as the case may be. Yeah, I think that's definitely true. Like, there's better ways to deal with issues like this than tweeting eight times that somebody is transphobic, you know? Yeah. There are people who are actually transphobic that you should be dealing with. Yeah. But after this whole thing happened, he posted this video and he was basically saying, like, just because you're offended by a joke doesn't mean it's offensive, which I think is true. But I don't know if it necessarily gives him a pass in this situation. Yeah. And the other thing he said, which I, like, kind of had to think about, was he said, like, like you, just because you're trans doesn't mean people can't make fun of you, right? He thinks that, like, the ability to make fun of people makes you, like, gives you, grants you more humanity. So he's Jewish, and he was saying that if I got offended every time somebody made a joke about being, a joke about being Jewish, which is, like, every day then I could never leave my house, right? Yeah. Which I think is like, I guess that's true. Like, if you can equally joke about everybody, that's just like another level of equality. Like, I'm sure trans people don't want people to be super sensitive around them because that just makes them feel like they're different, right? Yeah. Okay, so here's the thing with this, is that um, just because you're offended by a joke doesn't mean it's offensive. That's, I don't know. Offensive is not objective, first of all. Just because you're also not offended by a joke doesn't mean it's not offensive. Which is why it's, like, interesting to me that Reddit was saying, like, oh, if something disagrees with your belief, that doesn't mean we're going to be taking it down, right? We're only going to take it down if it disagrees with our company policy or, like, our content policy. But That's true. At one point, I mean, like, maybe we can do an update on this in the next episode. We should look into their content policy because I'm guessing it has to do with stuff like racism and homophobia, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, I doubt I doubt it's actually banned on the website. Mm-hmm. And also, again, this, like, begs the question, is racism, like, is hate speech um, 
I mean, hate speech can be banned by the company. That's fine. Mm. But is hate speech protected under the First Amendment? But I wanted to go back to what he was saying. What was the second part that he said? The, oh, like the, the, thing, the right to joke about people equally. Mm. So I've heard this a lot. Like, it also was a thing when people were saying, like, oh, you shouldn't vote for Hillary just because she's a woman, right? Mm-hmm. Like, in a like we would be able to look at people equally. And, like, that is correct. You shouldn't just vote for people, for people just because she's a woman. But I think the argument is that, like, as if we, again, we don't live in a vacuum. Like, trans people are still oppressed. Wait, explain the vacuum why... thing? Okay, so if we lived in a vacuum, it would be, like, a perfect world. There's no context of oppression for, um, tr- like, for any minority mm-hmm. in gender, sexuality, race, etc. Yeah. If that, if that were the case, then we could make all the jokes we wanted to. But the reason things are offensive, or the reason something would be um, racist, right, mm. is when, like, someone in a position of power is making a joke about someone who's in a position of oppression, mm. I guess. So that's that's why they're making a... I don't really like to draw the comparison between um, homophobia and racism, because it's very different, but it's the best metaphor I can think of right now. Yeah. Like, making, like, for a white person to make a joke about a black person, that would be racist. Or about their blackness, right? Mm-hmm. Um, for, a like, a black person to make a joke about a white person, it's not racist. Like That's, like, a big argument, though, you know? Like, this idea yeah, that... Yeah, and I think the same, same thing is true for, like, you want to make a joke about um, trans people? Sure, go ahead. Don't make a joke about, like, if you want to make a joke about a trans individual, don't make it about them being trans. Yeah, I see what you You can mean. make a joke about literally anything else about them. Um, I guess except for their race or, you know. Yeah, whatever. I guess like... But like, don't make it about the part of them that is, that, you know, puts them in a position of... I guess, it's just like, I don't know if oppression... Yeah, I don't know if oppression is the right word, but considering it perpetuates, um, like, uh, stereotypes and other stuff that just like kind of messes with their life mm-hmm. just don't do it like that's it's really that easy there's so many things to make jokes about I'm hilarious and I never make jokes about somebody's race or gender identity or sexuality I think it's just lazy comedy it's like the yeah thing, I think so too the thing with edgy comedy is it's shocking right like yeah, when somebody like, who's not black says the n-word in a joke or they make a joke about like um mental illness or race or whatever it's because they're gonna get a reaction of out of somebody they want to rile somebody up and that's like yeah it's like when you were little and some kid would like yell like bathroom jokes you know it's like that kid, yeah. that wasn't funny it's like a fart joke but it's shocking like you shouldn't be talking about that so it's funny yeah whereas if you look at like i don't want to say more intellectual humor but mm-hmm. it's just more well thought out i guess yeah, I don't like. I mean, I don't know. I just don't think the comedy should solely rely on the shock, the shock of some of yeah. So, like that's like people say the same thing about horror. Like you're right. If it's all reliant on jump scares, then it's not. It's not creative. It's just boring. I guess that's the case with anything. Yeah. So we wanted to talk a little bit about uh, like mainstream comedy. So so far we've been talking more about like internet trolls and like I think like edgy culture like edgy comedy culture while people do say this stuff in real life it does stem from things like reddit uh looking at dave chappelle so dave chappelle is a very respected uh stand-up comedian and he released two specials with netflix recently 
And there was a lot of mixed reception on it because mm-hmm. people were saying like, oh, Dave Chappelle's comedy hasn't evolved with the times. And what they meant by that is some of the stuff he was saying was seen as offensive. And the two jokes that I think he made that sparked the most controversy mm-hmm. was he was talking about like, I guess like underage relationships or like a relationship relationship between a minor and a major. And he said, is 15 really that young? And then he made like a joke about uh, trans yeah. people and uh, bottom surgery. And again, I think it's just bad humor. Like it's lazy and like you kind of, I think the other thing about offensive humor is like you you pick a demographic that is already like down, so to speak. And or like I don't know, you pick an easy target. And it was an easy target in the fifties and it's an easy target mm-hmm. now. And the thing is like they're like, Oh, it's not PC to say this, but I'm gonna say it in there's nothing like you know, there's nothing creative about that. <laughs> And, um, like, it mm-hmm. is offensive. But, I mean, it's not, it's not something that's going to really make anyone react that strongly because it, it almost aims to offend. I don't know if Dave Chappelle was even aiming to offend. I just doubt it occurred to him that this is something yeah. that, you know, like. This is an interesting topic, yeah. though, because sometimes people, so Dave Chappelle is black and. I feel like sometimes minorities give other minorities a pass. Like we've been through enough so we can joke about things. I think if you're black, you can make jokes about being black, right? That doesn't mean you can. But just because you're a minority doesn't mean you can make fun of other minorities. Okay. Like if a white gay person made jokes about black people, that would be, I mean, if they do, um, it would, it would be an unacceptable, like, Mm -hmm. and, and it is. Yeah. Um, okay, so kind of like going back to yeah. our like central question for today. So what we wanted to talk about was, can comedy go too far? And if it can, where does this line go? So I was listening to another podcast, which was uh, between two YouTubers, David Dobrik and Jason Nash. And there have been multiple times where, so David and yeah. Jason are both bloggers. And there have been times where David has like deleted a vlog or he's released apology videos because certain scenes in his vlogs were insensitive, like, or people thought they were insensitive. One, they did this bit with Jason where he was dressed as a native American and a lot of people thought it was offensive or he, David left in a part where I think like this guy wasn't black. He was some sort of minority Mm -hmm. where he said the N word and David said like, Oh, I didn't feel like I had to cut it out. And, but I do feel like I need to apologize for it. And Jason said, no, you don't need to apologize because you're a comedian. I disagree with that. Why? I don't think being a comedian gives you a pass on saying something offensive. You can say anything branded comedy or, and maybe it's not funny, Mm -hmm. but if you're branded as comedy, does that make it okay? I don't think it does. There's like shows like South Park and the Simpsons, which have obviously, if they didn't cross that line, they've at least mirrored it. Right. Right, actually, I was I I wanted to talk about that one day. I, they made a whole documentary um called the problem with I think his name is Apu. Who's that? The Indian guy in Simpson. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it's like super like he's like super racist. Well, his, the caricature is super racist. 
um, I don't really know anything about it. And I think they did address it on The Simpsons. I think um, you're right, though. Like, I feel like, oh, it's a joke. It's just, a, like, it's in the name of comedy. It's just a cop-out, you know? Like, if you look at Yeah, and, like, maybe, and, like, the thing is, like, like you know, um, what's it? Blackface used to be comedy. You're right. It's offensive. <laughs> like, what's like, stopping me from cussing you out with, like, racial slurs and then being like, bro, it's a joke. I'm a comedian. Yeah, there's, like, that is not an excuse for anything. And that's, like, an actual problem. Like, we're talking about YouTube a lot, but I think, like, this is where, like, offensive comedy is seen a lot on the internet. So, when prank culture was a really big thing, there was this trend called pranks in the hood, right? So, these, like, white YouTube pranksters would go to, sometimes it wasn't even actually the hood, but sometimes it was. They would go to, like, uh, majority, like, black communities, and they would pay actors to basically like beat them up while they were pranking them and the intention of this was to make like black people look really violent and scary and like easily offended right and they were like oh bro it's just a prank yeah first of all these things were fake a lot of these pranksters came out and said it was fake because it sparked so much controversy so not only is this perpetuating like the false idea of all these stereotypes of black people but you're doing such a harm to the black community in the name of comedy. It's a prank. It's a joke. Yeah, I think, like, people don't realize is the real problem with offensive comedy is that it has consequences. So I think, like, the problem, two of the problems with, like, I guess our generation that we can dive deeper into, especially the first thing, is one, we tend to get offended on other people's behalf too much. And two, we don't really think about the consequences of our actions, Right. And with the first thing, it's like, when you're getting offended on other people's behalf, chances are you don't really know what you're talking about. This is the issue, is that I feel like we're getting offended for the wrong reasons. Like, don't get offended because, I don't know, PewDiePie got his channel suspended. He didn't, by the way. YouTube would never do that. But, um, like, Mm -hmm. if that happens, people will be outraged. Like, be outraged about, you know, like, him promoting anti-Semitism. Or, or like, you know, be outraged about what right. the government like, is doing. You know, like, I think it's, I think, um, I think it is a great tool of distraction from the real world. This is, like, a problem with feminism, yes, I think, too, you know? Like, people are always, this whole idea of white feminism. And I think, like, sorry to I mean, all the I'm, white people, but I guess this is, it's just been associated with whiteness, right? Like, white feminism, people think that these white feminists are focusing on issues that don't actually matter. Like, they'll try to raise awareness for parts of, like, women, the problems that women face that aren't even really worth combating. Yes, I think um, that's, like... Like, white feminism, again, doesn't necessarily mean that if you're a feminist, you're if you're white and a feminist, you're a white feminist. It just means, like, non-intersectional. Mm-hmm. And I think, it, like, white feminists are really only interested in promoting, like, the well-being of white women. So, like, um, and I guess because white women are so privileged in America, often I think they focus their efforts on stuff that is, like, you know not it's not the main goal there's a lot of other issues that we should be focusing our uh, energies on feminism is like pretty i think it's the most prevalent in america just because we talk about it so much here but if you look at countries like Mm -hmm. india or countries in africa i'm sure women are treated even worse there you know 
And because feminism isn't like as big there, there it's not brought light to like here. The reason why white it is, but it is, it is. There, there are, but the, but the, it's not. I don't know if it's associated with the term. Feminism. I guess that's just human rights. Yeah, it is literally like literally feminism is human rights. But I think the word, especially because of the internet, it's taken on such a. I don't know. It weirdly has this negative connotation, but we can d- dive into that on another episode. That a lot of women refuse to call themselves feminists because they don't want to be uh, re- they don't want to be associated with the negative connotation that it's picked up because of things like white feminism and the idea of man hating. But we can do a whole other episode on this. Like, okay, but getting offended from the wrong re- for the wrong reasons is a tan- is like kind of a tangent. Um, mm-hmm. in the first place. Like, what we should really be asking is whether, like, is... Comedy has limits. Yes. And I don't know if, I don't know. So, first of all, most of edgy comedy I see kind of stops at saying something edgy, and then that's it. Like, there's not much of a joke there. Yeah, there was this one YouTube video I watched about pranks by Nathan Zed, and he was saying... Oh, who's gonna take? Who's gonna be the first person that dies doing a prank? Yeah. You know, like I mean, people already have. Why for planking? Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> but like, if you're gonna do pranks in the hood, I want you to do. He said basically, like, I want you to do waving Confederate flags in the yeah. hood, right? If you're gonna make a joke, take it like the full way. But nobody's gonna do that because they're just doing it for the shock value. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So. I guess, like, in conclusion, I think using comedy as a justification for you being lazy with your jokes and also trying, like, ignoring the fact there is a long history of oppression with a lot of the jokes that you're making just because you think it's going to create shock value yeah, is just lazy, like we said. That's all I can say about yeah. it. It's, it's lazy comedy, and it's, it's barely comedy in the first place. And honestly, to a large extent, I feel like people are using it to, um, it's like an extension of bigotry, really. Like, you know, people say, oh, because it's funny because it's no longer considered acceptable. But it is. Like, it very much is considered acceptable. It's just in a different, you know, method. What's your prediction? Do you think, like, a few years from now, this is going to get worse or better? You no, know, I'm actually really interested in this. I think we talked, I talked about it with my sociology teacher, and mm-hmm. he was talking about, like, this was really just, it was about how, um, it was about meme culture. There's definitely a study mm-hmm. that can be done on this. It was about how meme, it was about meme culture and kind of how it shaped the election and how there, there were, like, literal Russians going on Facebook and making propaganda. Oh, you're um, right. Like That's Pizzagate. an interesting thing, though, like, how memes and social media play into serious real-life issues. Yeah, and it's crazy. And I think, you know, caught, like, Reddit comedy is really, like, also a huge part of that. Yeah. Like, they, they tie into one another. Like, uh, offensive memes. Offensive memes are offensive memes, but they also kind of fed the neo-Nazi movement. The problem with comedy, yes. with offensive or, like, heavy topics, is it makes it seem less serious, right? With, for example, when Fallon had Trump on his show... And he ruffled Trump's hair and made jokes about him. It made Trump seem more human. He's just a guy, you know? 
He's not like a bigot anymore. And a yeah. lot of people feel foul and still feel a lot of resentment towards Fallon because they thought he, like, even if it was small, he did contribute to people voting for Trump. He contributed greatly. That video has and millions that's why, of views. Like this idea of kind of taking something and making it seem less bad or making it seem less scary is exactly what's happening with Reddit. And that's why PewDiePie was wrong in his jokes because even though he's not a neo-nazi he was making people who are neo-nazis feel like what they were believing in wasn't as bad as it was i mean again that's why people have been have like have had that slogan make racists afraid of get is that like like there is like consequences and that is you know the enabling of racism i am really interested to see where this goes though like i'm curious to know if it will wane or if it'll just increase i think you know it's on an upswing now because, like, generally with the political spectrum, it swings one way and then swings the other. So hopefully the same thing will happen. I wonder if net neutrality will have anything, any impact on this. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's interesting. So I guess, like, net neutrality is more with, like, the larger corporations, and I don't know why they would care about stuff like this, but it's just something to look at. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to start wrapping this episode up. Uh, I think we covered a lot of good stuff today, and I'd love to hear your guys' opinions on everything we covered today. Yeah. And so we have we came up with some new topics. We have to talk about feminism. We gotta talk about meme culture and how it meme shapes culture. our culture. Yes. Yeah. I think this is gonna be a common theme throughout this podcast because internet culture is so prevalent in our era. So we're probably gonna be talking about this more. If there's any specific topics like Reddit like how we talked about Reddit culture today that you want to hear about, make sure to let us know. We're going to try to make this podcast more formal with each episode. Hopefully get uh, like better mics, uh, an intro. We're putting this on YouTube. It's on SoundCloud. And I did submit the podcast for approval to iTunes. Hopefully we can get it put on iTunes. And if you like what you hear, make sure to share this with everybody. Because like we said, we want that sponsor money, you know? Yeah, we're trying to get sponsored by Best Fiends or Audible. Yeah, so if you want to help us out here, just make sure to share this with everyone you know because, you know, today was a pretty serious episode, but I promise we're funny and we don't resort to offensive humor to try to be funny. Yes. Okay, any last words, Aditi? Um, check out my (laughs) mixtape. I don't have one. I'm sorry. I'll make one just so I can make this joke at the end of every podcast. Perfect. Great. Okay. Thanks for listening. Bye.